What up, Darkman Prophecies, new episode, new epi. What up? I'm here with Jamie. What Hello, up, Jamie? Ray. Hello, how's it going? What's happening, good. my man? It's good to be here. Um, very happy to be alive. Very happy to be speaking with you today again. And um, I just wanted to ask you, what it, do you know what they say about people who wear sunglasses indoors? What do they say about them? I don't know. I just always hear people say that. Like, you know what they say about people who wear sunglasses indoors, but I never hear what they actually say. So what there's do they like say? A, there's a song. There's like a song from the '80s. I forget how it goes though. Oh, okay. So it's from a song. Um, no, I don't know if it's from a song, but okay. There, there's right. a song about it. I don't know. Whatever. What else? Um. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to address that first and foremost, that whatever it is they say about people that wear sunglasses in, indoors, it's not necessarily true, um, but since we don't know what they say, I guess it doesn't really matter. But um, aside from that, the, uh, the stuff that's on my mind today, I could just rifle off and we could, we could go through it and we can zoom in here and there wherever we need to. But um, what's pretty much been on my mind for this week is current events, actually. There's not really a specific topic that I've been tunnel visioning on. However, I have been spending uh, some time on the CERN project, which we brought up last time. But other than that, I've basically been tripping out on just current events uh, and the state of the world because the thing is, uh, it's been a while since I've been on the whole end of the world tip. Now, I never was on it, first and foremost. Let me just set the record straight on that. I was never, and I, I, I should repeat this as often as possible, but, like, um, I'm a seeker. Um, I consider myself a seeker. And in order to, to stay a seeker, you cannot... You cannot just believe everything you hear, no matter how accurate it might sound at the time. Because as soon as you do that, you've, you're not a seeker anymore. You've already made up your mind. Unless it's different if, like, aliens or God, like, physically appears in front of you or me and then says, like, yeah, it's, it's definitely real. And then there's other people to verify the experience. Then, okay, it's real. But if it's coming in through information, if it's just things that I'm hearing, I don't really believe anything. I entertain pretty much almost anything because it's, it's enjoyable, and I just like it for entertainment. Same reason why we watch the news. I think there was an actual line in, uh, which movie was it, Training Day, where Denzel Washington sits down with... with, uh, with um, Ethan Hawk, Ethan, on his first day on the job as a cop, and he says to him, I'm reading my newspaper, and then Ethan Hawk's like, okay, yeah, you're reading a newspaper or whatever, and then uh, Denzel tells him, he's like, you know what, he's like, I, t I don't read the newspaper because I I'm trying to get the news, I read it just because it's entertaining, it's for entertainment, so that's pretty much how I am too. Um, some, some of it is deeper than entertainment. Sometimes I actually feel like I'm starting to crack the code. The meaning of life, the secret behind 
who controls the world, the the past, the the distant past, like where do we come from, like all that shit. Sometimes I feel like I'm cracking the code, but we all, everybody feels like that. That's why everybody has an opinion. That's why everybody is is writing things and research and doing research because everybody thinks they they cracked the code. So, but yeah, as as to actually subscribing to any belief, I don't believe any of it. Like, um, and also because I've been spending so much time in this conspiracy world. The longer you spend in it, the the more you see that that more than half of them are are nutcases. They're just like maybe not. Maybe that's kind of harsh to call them nutcases. But you, I mean, if you ever go to like a UFO convention, which you've been, you you know that there's like tons of fucking wingnuts there, and then maybe a couple of them are rational, where like they're like. They still they have critical thinking skills and they just they just are researching something that they believe could be possible but they're not like completely convinced about it. But anyway, I wanted to talk about the end of the world, not necessarily the end of the world, but the state that the world is in now, because um, the whole end of the world shit has been has been on people's minds since 2012. Actually, it's been on people's minds throughout history, but in recent times, it's been on people's minds since the Y2K thing when it became the year 2000, and then, of course, the 2012 shit where everyone thought the world was going to end, and the other half thought that the world was going to reach a golden age or there's going to be some crazy shift but you won't feel it. But um, so obviously the world didn't end on either of those days, and it's not going to end probably ever, in my opinion. Like I said, that could change. I might just get the certain fucking thing might end up blowing us up, or I mean, erasing us from existence, and then look how stupid I'll look. But that's okay because I'm already telling. I'm already. I'm not making a statement that I know everything. I don't know anything really, but anyway, um, let's get back to let's get back to business, okay? Time to get back to business. So we're let's talking get back about to business. okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about the end of the world, and um, I must say, even though I don't, I just said that I don't believe in the end of the world. Now is actually a really good argument if you do believe in the end of the world, because I was just tripping out on a few different things, like, for example, let's look at 2015. Let's look at 2015. Um, or no, 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 sorry, sorry. Let's look at this week, or, like, this last couple of weeks. Let's, let's look at the last month. Let's look at the last month. Three things have sort of stood out in my mind. That's three. Three things have stood out in my mind in the news this last month. First was the CERN, the uh, Large Hydron Collider being switched on in April. Okay, it wasn't exactly a month ago, but I heard about it late, so it counts. So that's the first one, the first major thing that crossed my mind that made me think, like, wow, this is a good argument for people that believe it's the end of the world or for people that believe in the the multiple civilization theory. I kind of like uh, gravitate towards that. Um, 
that is that, and, and that's basically saying that human civilization has has risen before reaching a pinnacle, and at the pinnacle been wiped out either by the demise of humans themselves or by a catastrophe, either natural or man-made or whatever. But we've gotten there before, or not not we, prior humans have reached the pinnacle of civilization and technology before and have been wiped out, kicked back down to the drawing board. So that is a very uh, popular theory, especially in the conspiracy world, because, I mean, you may have heard, as like in India, they find radioactive ash underneath layers and layers of surface, which isn't supposed to exist without nuclear explosions, which didn't exist back a long time ago, according to our modern instruments of science. And so a lot of people think like, oh, well, that is actually evidence that higher civilizations did exist in the past and blew themselves up and we had to restart. But here's something interesting. Because everything is becoming digital nowadays, that actually could actually happen. Um, like, let's, let's, let's look at this scenario, for example. What if the world, because right now children are, are having to use iPads in schools, not all schools, but the good schools in first world developed nations, the children that are in schools have to use iPads now. And like I said, not every single fucking school. I'm saying, like, if you live in, in America and uh, your kid goes to a good school, it's most likely that he or she will have to use an iPad instead of textbooks, which makes sense because it saves money on all the paper. And you, you remember having, well, in college it's expensive, but in, in, in no matter what, it's a pain in the ass carrying eight damn books to school every single day. So it's easier to carry a, a $1,500 iPad and then you get jumped for it. Um, but, I mean, at least that it, it can hold a lot more books and information. And, and you can work on it and everything it gets updated in real time. It's just, like, a lot more efficient. But let's say that all the inventory of human information that we have eventually starting from the starting from when computers became the norm let's say that there is a disaster or a catastrophe or whatever and it wipes out all the paper and it wipe, or wipes out all the paper up until computers and then it kills all the digital information in the computers well that means humans got to start over because they wouldn't have any records of of, of history that, that survived because it was all digital and all that shit got erased or destroyed. So I don't know, it made me think of that. Another thing that, that, that another end of the world theme that I was thinking about was um, and I get kind of um, sometimes it's end of the world theme or sometimes it's end of this world and becoming a post-human world. See, so it's hard, to, it's hard to say. I mean, the conspiracy people never could, like, make up their minds. It's either it's the end of the fucking world or it's the end of this world and the beginning of this one. So I'm just saying, when I say I think, end of the world... I think we will yeah. see some sh I think we will see some shit in our lifetime. 
some technology. Yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing it now. Like, um, look at this ISIS. Okay, so, like, look at this ISIS shit. Um, this is what I'm talking about. It's like you got that certain thing that could possibly just do us all in right there, but then you got ISIS. You got this um, crazy, like, um, barbaric and unstoppable terrorist organization that just keeps growing and growing. It's like you cut off one head and another head grows back. And they're spreading, and they are just fucking shit up wherever they go. So we got them, and then we got um, something that happened within this last month. The China stock market actually crashed. Now, when I first heard about this, I was like, oh, fuck, like that's, not, that's really bad for the rest, for the whole entire world. Because that would basically, I mean, they corrected it, but like, let's say they didn't correct it. That would actually flatten the world economy. That would start the collapse right there. That, that would start the collapse. But I don't know. See, it's, it's, it's hard to... This is why I never believe news anyway, too. This is another thing. Is that, like, um, if you live in America, the news you're getting about China or is basically going to be skewed. It's going to be biased because we're at, kind of at war right now, like, um, at least in a trade war. So... It's always going to be biased, but when you when you read the the Chinese news, it's a lot different. So, according to the U.S. news, if, you, if you're following it, like this stock market crash is basically the the beginning of the end. They've already like stated that it's all over the news. It's the beginning of the end. Like uh, investors have have lost um, hope. They were already pulling out. This is it. Get ready. This is the start of the collapse. It's it's on. It's on. Like it's it's here. <laughs> what but, do you think? Do you think that's true? Well, see, that's what's hard to, because according to the Chinese, they're like, no, like we corrected that shit, and it's two thirds of the way done. And then supposedly, with as much money as they have, um, they're saying that okay, it was it wasn't three trillion dollars was lost, which is a lot of fucking money. But according to them, this is actually according to um, Goldman Sachs, one of their analysts from Golden, not one of, Gold, one of Goldman Sachs analysts has stated that um, they've already begun the correction, it's two-thirds of the way done, and with as much money as China has anyway, this really just puts a small dent, or a pretty meaningful dent in the in their economy, but it's it's by no means a collapse or a catastrophe. It's just it's a problem. It's big. They got to work around it. They lost some some fucking money. But um, according to that analysts and according to the the government, they're still confident in their performance for the rest of for who knows how long. They got these like ten year plans, so. They think it's going to be fine from here on out, but we'll see. We don't know who to believe. I don't know who to believe. So, like, that's why I feel this way. Is like I really don't know who to believe, and I just have to take care of myself and my immediate surroundings. And and I don't like. That's why I don't like to get lost in the in the in the muck in the minutia no more. Because I used to get lost in it, and I and I'd start 
actually like having it take up too much resources in my mind and I would think like fuck dude yeah there's gonna be this and there's a collapse and everything but really dude it's just it's not it's just do your own thing worry about yourself and everything's might may or may not be fine but there's not a problem until there's a problem so all these things are going on I'm still here I'm still I have a roof over my head I have the things that I like in life and I, I feel I feel grateful for everything that I have. I feel grateful for just being exactly where I am. So I'm not tripping too hard about it. However, um, that could all change next week or something. Who knows? So, yeah, there was the stock market crash. There's the CERN thing. There's ISIS. And the fourth one is um, this one's kind of a, a little bit of comic relief. But uh, it's actually Donald Trump running for president. Um, I don't know if you've been watching uh, some of his speeches, but like obviously he he did make Donald Trump he a bunch of he made a bunch of racist comments recently about the Mexicans or something. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been making yeah like very incendiary incendiary comments. Yeah, about that and. I didn't, uh, I didn't pay too much attention to it. He also yeah. said something about his daughter. He said if his daughter wasn't his daughter, he'd be dating her. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see what he means, but still kind of weird. Um, yeah, so he basically, yeah, he went off on a big old tirade about, like, um, Mexico and illegal immigration, amongst other things. But, um, I mean, I expected to hear that from from Donald, that's just how he is. That's how he talks. Um, is it racist? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell, dude, because, like, he has um, Mexican friends I know. I know that, um, what is that famous boxer from Mexico, Chavez Jr.? Chavez Jr. and Sr. actually used to hang out with him at boxing matches. So, um, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I'm not, I don't know. But, well, basically what I thought that was weird is that, like, I had a friend say this to me, and I brought this up. He said that that um, he feels like the world is like Back to the Future too, where Biff Biff reinvented the American dream. Because remember, in Back to the if you haven't, I mean, who the fuck hasn't seen Back to the Future one and two? But just for a refresher, I can't um, barely rem I can't barely remember number two. Oh, okay. So I'll do a little refresher. It's just basically Biff goes back. To the future, and he get or he goes to the future, and he gets the almanac, which has all the sports winnings. Remember, it has all the sports yeah. winnings, and then he brings it back to the past, and he becomes rich because he he makes bets on all those sporting events, and he becomes like the mayor of the town, Sunnydale, I think it was, and he becomes the mayor. But then now Sunnydale's all all like it's falling apart. Like, and Biff is like this evil, evil leader kind of a guy. But I just thought about that. Like, what if the CERN... Okay, because we talked about this last week, but, like, one of the conspiracy theories about the CERN... The CERN-Hydron Collider is that ever since they turned it on, it split the, the, the point in time in April into three different timelines. Into three different timelines. So just, like, for science fiction entertainment, I'm thinking like, yeah, what if 
the CERN Hydron Collider actually uh, created a timeline where Donald Trump, who is kind of like Biff in some ways, at least he looks like him in the movie, in the movie Back to the Future 2, Donald Trump <laughs> actually looks like Biff, like how they made the character. What if Biff, I mean, what if Donald Trump actually becomes president? What if he actually becomes president? And he turns America into something, like into this crazy monster, and this, uh, I don't know, this just causes uh, the world to become a post-apocalyptic waste dump. That could happen, but um, I, yeah, I was just that made me think of it because ever since the CERN hydron collider was switched on, it's like you got Donald Trump running for president, you got the China stock market crash, and then you got ISIS ramping up its its shit. It's just all these crazy events preceded the turning on of the CERN hydron collider. So and, you're so you think they've turned it on? Uh huh. They went back maybe 10, 15 years or so, manipulated the but manipulated things to get a specific outcome in our timeline's future. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I don't actually believe that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's like, what if? Yeah, I'm saying what if? Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. What if that happened? Because I mean, that's uh, those are two like really big, um, two big events to come right after the the turning on of that. And it's like, I mean, I'm sure some genius out there, if he had nothing to do, could actually make some sort of timeline on a on a on a thumb board with. Um, you know how they those crazy people in the movies do it where they have like strings and then they they like make connections between all these events and everything I'm sure that some lone genius out there with a lot of time in his hands could probably do something like that but yeah I was just thinking about that and the other thing I was just thinking about is just that uh yeah it just feels like the end of the world just because there's so much shit going on technological crimes and I'm starting to think that, like, I'm starting to think that pretty soon, before we know it, they're they're already gonna. Oh, and then you have like um, these movies coming out. You got all these movies coming out now, where they're talking about um, swapping bodies, like putting your soul into different containers, into different bodies, and this was already like hype. For a while, this has been hype for like decades now already. This idea of transferring the soul into a computer or into someone else's body—it's already been hyped up now for like several decades. But like, I'm wondering if we're actually gonna finally see that because now they're making movies about it, and um, you know how that goes. As soon as you start seeing the theme in like tons of movies. All of a sudden, you wake up one day and it's here. I mean, like, look at look at um, such a basic one, but look at cell phones and just like FaceTime 
even just this shit right here, man. Like, look at uh, all those movies where the guy, like, perfect example is Blade Runner, where they're on the video, vid phone. It was called a vid phone. And remember when he's in the bar and he calls the female robot? He calls the female, I forgot her name. Um, I forgot her name. Um, and I've read the book, too, and I still forgot her name. Um, anyway, you, you guys know what I mean. He watches, he, he, he makes a phone call from a bar, and there's a screen where he could see and talk to the other person. And that was, like, supposed to be fantasy. And, however, what we're doing here is even more high level. Because you could do it on this. Do it on this uh, this phone. You can you can do that if you like, and you could be moving. It doesn't have to be connected to anything. So it's it's pretty. You never know what could happen. But um, I just think that with all these current events going on, crucial current events going on, this could be a recipe for destruction. It could be. I'm not saying that it is, or that I believe that it is. What are your thoughts? Hello? <laughs> what are my thoughts on what? Oh, okay, yeah. It was a little, a little bit, uh, a little bit um, tangent. What's, what's the question? Uh, what are your thoughts on the climate that we're in nowadays? Do you feel that it's... Okay, here's my, here's my question. Do you feel that this day and age is more crucial than other times in history, or do you think it's just because we're existing in it and that's why we it may appear that way? Because everybody thinks the time that they're living is the most crucial. Like, I'm sure people that lived during World War II, they thought the same shit, that this was, like, the end of the world. I'm sure people that lived in the 60s and 70s, I'm sure they thought... This that it, or not the seventies, but like the late sixties. I'm sure they thought it was the end of the world. So, so I guess what my question is: Do you think that that right now it really it actually is a more crucial time than ever before in history, or do you think it's it's just normal to feel that way if you live during a certain time? I think it's the same as it ever was. I think every generation, you know, had their 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 people who thought the the, the sky is falling. You know, totally. That's how. I, yeah, I mean, that's what I pretty much figured too. It's like it's it's always gonna feel that way to the person that's going through it. But um, I'm interested to see what happens though with uh the technology, where we're going. And I want to go out on a limb and make a prediction, if I may. Now, yes. I, don't, I, I normally don't make predictions. I like when you make predictions. Oh, okay. Well, I should, I should make more of them. This show is called Prophecies, so dark, dark prophecies. And I was thinking maybe we should make more predictions, even if they're outrageous, you know? Sure. Why not? <laughs> the Darkroom Prophecies. I'll make I'll make some predictions too. Okay, I'd like that. I'd like that. Um, 
Okay, well, I guess I'll just go go ahead. Um, my prediction, I actually think Donald Trump's going to win because right <laughs> now I think he's going to become president. This is why, man. Because, okay, well, let me first talk about why he wouldn't become president. A lot of people don't take him serious. A lot of people don't think he's going to become president and that he's just doing all this for publicity. And when he actually has to debate, when he actually has to debate against the other runners, then he's not even going to hang with the debate. He pro like most people think he's not even going to make it to the debate, to the debates. He'll he'll drop out before then. And then and then also people think it's just crazy. It's like Ron Paul. It was like having Ron Paul run for president. He actually made it. He actually made it pretty far. Actually, Ron Paul. But he was never going to become president. But then I don't know. List, but you got to remember, people said the same thing about Obama. <laughs> people were like, he's not going to. There's something's going to happen last minute. Something last minute's going to help happen where Obama is not going to become president. Um, and also Arnold Schwarzenegger. A lot of people didn't think Arnold would become governor of California. They thought it was too ludicrous that like the Terminator would become president of California, but here he, he became pre I mean, um, governor of California, but he did. So I'm going to go out and make a prediction because I'm starting to think that, that crazy is what's in right now. That's what that's, I guess that's what I've been trying to fucking say for like this whole, this whole entire time, and it sucks that it took this long because <laughs> people have probably already dropped out by now. And aren't even watching this part. But yeah, that is my my theory and my prediction on what's going to happen with the presidency. My theory is that crazy is what's in right now. And that is why Donald Trump will most likely win the presidency. I think crazy is in right now. I think logic, rationale, and that kind of thinking, and... Uh, even though it's very much appreciated, I just feel that right now, for some reason, I just have this weird feeling that crazy is what's in right now, and that's what's that's what people are responding to right now more more so than rationale. I could actually even have to do with Google. It could have to do with you know how like Google is damaging everybody's brains because their nobody's using their own memory, nobody's using their own brains as much anymore because you can just Google everything, maybe that has something to do with it, is that thinking very logical and like rational takes too much effort, so crazy is what's in. If it ignites the emotions, um, if it pulls on the heartstrings, then it works. You're going to get them. That's always been the truth, but it's even more so like that now because our brains are so taxed or untaxed. They're not taxed enough. But who knows? I mean, they could be debated for days if Donald Trump would win. Because some people actually think, no, he, he, he actually is like a doer and not just a theorist because a lot of people think politicians always say what they're going to do, but they never do it. But since Donald Trump's like an entrepreneur who's made a lot of money in his life, he's more of a doer. So they use that as a reason to believe him. And then some people just like him. Some people are just, they just like him. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna call it out and just say because the world is is getting more crazy, 
day by day, it would only make sense that you got to have a cosmic joke like that be the punchline. There got there has to be a punchline to this cosmic joke, and the punchline is that Biff, aka or Donald Trump, aka Biff, becomes the leader of America. And so that's my prediction for for who will win the presidency. And, and I'm ready to hear yours now, Ray. <laughs> that's a funny one, dude. I wouldn't even. Thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. If I I think um, some bold predictions. I think we'll know. I think we're gonna see a lot of shit in the, in our lifetime. Uh, I think we'll know the truth about uh, aliens. I think we'll know the truth about artificial intelligence. I think we'll know the truth about time travel. I think we'll know the truth about everything in this lifetime, like within the next 40 years. Hmm. That would be spectacular. Every question we have will be answered in in the next 40 years, I'm guessing. Hmm. 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 Um, That's cool. I mean, I hope hope that happens. And... um, you brought up just a second ago. Um, you brought up just a second ago. Um, knowing knowing everything, we're gonna know the answers to all these different things. What I, I actually had a theory too that you just reminded me of that. I can tell you, I can tell you how I was gonna happen. Oh yeah, please. I didn't mean to. Uh, well, I wasn't thinking about. Saying it, but I thought of it right now. I think the technology, you know, we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some um, computer brains. Artificial Skynet's gonna become self-aware, just like in the Terminator movies, and they'll be able to compute stuff. <clears throat> They're gonna be actually more efficient than the human brain. They're gonna figure out things that we can never figure out. Hmm. So that's, a, that's the A side. The B side is, I think, our because of that, I think our brains will be forced to evolve. You, hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I think the humans will be forced to adapt to this new cybernetic Earth. Hmm. So, so humans might become evolved in a different way. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. It could happen. I mean, I can keep, I can, I'm just freestyling here, but... No, yeah, totally. I mean, neither of us... I mean, nobody knows, so it's that's all we can do, right? Is just throw out different ideas. Is it what could possibly happen? Um, I, had a, I had a little thought a while back, and I'm not saying that this is the truth... But um, it just feels like this is how things are. I was thinking about this desire to know everything. And I was thinking about how nobody can ever, as soon as you get very close to figuring it all out, it's like the truth will change on you. It, it will run away. It will do something to k- stay hidden from you, no matter what. It will do something to confuse you again. And the people that 
were to ever um, feel like that they cracked the code or they figured out everything, end up going insane and dropping off the face of the planet. And I'm wondering if it's like that on purpose and that maybe we are not supposed to know everything. What if the power is actually in the mysteries? And what if... And it, and it, and it sort of relates to um, what I was saying about being a seeker. Because if you do not have a purpose, if you do not have something that you are pursuing, you don't have a purpose. So I'm wondering if the reason why the truth is so elusive and it keeps hidden from us, no matter what we try to do to figure it out. I mean, like this is actually what's kind of happening, right? This is actually the, the problem they're facing in, in quantum physics right now, is that they got all this sophisticated technology and instruments that can not only identify atoms, protons, um, then we got like the CERN technology which can speed them up and smash them together and create big bangs and all this stuff, but they still do not understand what it is that's going on, and they call this fuzzy logic, and what it means is that when you get to that deep a level on the molecular level, you actually can't use logic. Logic actually disappears. It goes out the window. There's no longer logic, meaning like one proton could be in four places at once. Or a cat um, in the Schrodinger's cat experiment, one, a cat can be alive and dead at the same time. And um, so that doesn't make any sense. And that's what they call fuzzy logic. So it's, it's like that's – I think I said this on the last episode about how religion and science – end up in the same place at the end of the day, which is they, uh, which is knowing nothing. And so it just made me think about that. Like maybe we are not in, supposed to, to know everything, and that's why um, – that's actually one of the reasons I, why I gave up trying to, trying to know about everything, trying to know about like aliens or, or the truth. I'm still in pursuit of it because it's fascinating, and it compels me to move in different directions, and it brings me in touch with exciting things and fascinating information. And it just keeps me, that is the purpose. But if I were to figure it all out, I, I wouldn't really have a purpose. Um, and so I think I'm not supposed to know. But um, you could be right, though, and that may not be a good thing. You see, that's like that's what some people are thinking is that like um, you could possibly know everything, but that might not be to your benefit. That would kind of just um, like I mean, let's let's put it this way: like if we lived in a utopian society, everybody thinks that that would be fantastic because 
there would be no hunger, there would be no starvation, there would be no pollution and all these things. But you know what else? A lot There would be a lot less purpose. Try getting um, people that don't have to work get up in the morning and go out and do shit. It's like, um, I think I talked about this before, but even just like having too much free time actually gets boring after a while. Like you need a little bit of strife. You need something to strive for. The human body by is designed. You can just take a look. When you look at your own hands, you look at your own body. It's designed for challenges. It's designed for work. Like it's it is designed. Like I was thinking about this the other day. Like you are designed to be hunting for half the day, like looking around, climbing up a tree, and then scoping out some prey, and then using your brain to figure out how you're going to trap it, and then using your physical strength to go out and do that, acquire the, the meat, you go home and eat it, and half your day is over. And that's what the human body is designed for. Another thing is your own brain is designed for problem solving. Um, you, you might notice... If you don't have like problems in your life to work out, guess what ends up happening? You just make them up. You will just you will if once your life hits a a point where you've got everything, you are satisfied, you have no worries. You got the most amount of money that you could ever imagine. You've got your spouse, your lovers, whoever, friends, you, when once you have it all, your brain will actually just start looking for shit to bother you with so that you have something to problem solve. And a lot of times, it will find things within yourself as problems. It won't go looking out into the world as problems, even though I guess like some celebrities will do that. Like They'll start like, we should save sharks or we should save dolphins. I'm like, fuck sharks, personally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, usually it will happen to yourself. You will start like just tripping out on your own inner bullshit that you have. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just sometimes it's hard to say, like, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing to know everything. But... Um, but it's you're right. I just I just read this the thing about um, osteoclasts and osteoclasts. Ah, well, this is brand new information to me. Um, please enlighten me, please. No, I bet your bones are um, just like your just like how you regenerate cells. You, every day you lose cells, and every day you build you make new cells to to replenish replenish hmm. yourself. Hmm. Your bone, your bones do the same thing through a through a series of osteoblasts and osteoclasts, something like that. Basically, your bones don't regenerate if you're not putting stress on them. Ah, okay. This, this, this. I've heard something similar. This is, this is why old people break their hips and stuff and break their bones really easy, and their bones become brittle, is because they didn't. They're not using them. Aha. Uh -huh. See, we're getting somewhere. We are so getting. More, you know, you have to put stress on your bones. You have to put weight on. You have to. That's why jogging's good. You know. Yeah, especially. Um, People talk yeah. about the ellipt elliptical machines taking the weight off your joints, being easier on your um, your bones and your muscles, but then your 
you're actually doing a disservice to your to your bones. Yeah, you, you do. You're not strengthening. You're not strengthening strengthening your bones. Yeah, you need resistance, for sure. Like I've heard that when you get older, um, they say, yeah, you want to have um, the best thing to do to preserve your body and brain into old age is aerobic, extra aerobic and resistance training. So, like, um, you don't want to go too crazy on running a lot because it actually puts... After, if you, Some people go crazy on running. They go... They do it for, like, four hours. Like, these long-distance runners, they do these, like, four-hour runs, and it's, like, it's actually not good. It, running is good, but not, not, too much, not too much of it. But, yeah, they say that, like... But you still got to get the heart rate up and the sweat going and the... And the the resistance on your bones and, and muscles. So they say they recommend like aerobic, some kind of aerobic exercise combined with some kind of resistance training like weights or body weight workouts. But yeah, I mean, it's just like we're inside of these vessels that are designed for challenges and problem solving. So it's like, um, it's hard it's just so paradoxical. It's just like, but then at the same time, why do we keep on trying to like make everything effortless? You know, it's like, it's like now it's like, you don't even have to, uh, pretty soon you're not going to really even need a body, but then that might be where your theory comes in. Maybe that, um, we still will have challenges in the future. It's just that we won't have these challenges of like gravity and physical labor. We will have more, Psychic and when I say psychic, I mean like the mental plane will have more like mental challenges, and it's gonna be like a battle of the wits or some shit. Like um, it's gonna be all like psychic warfare where it's like everybody knows, everybody's like a little bit ahead, you know. Like everybody's like four or five steps ahead. I already know what you're gonna do before you even thought it. I know, but I already knew what you knew before you even thought that. Yeah, but I already <laughs> knew that. Like you, knew that. it's gonna be like oh. Like weird like that. Who knows, dude? It could be. I mean, that's so sophisticated. And we're we're such fucking barbaric apes we're still yeah. right now, dude. And it, and it might just we might end up as like jelly amoebas, and um, with no bodies but just brains, and we communicate like amoebas and shit. It could go on for days. Uh, the possibilities. Um, it sure can. But yeah, I mean. Um, so did, did you have any opinions or um, anything about um, some of the topics that we brought up, like CERN or the stock market crash or Donald Trump, ICs, um, anything at all? Do you have um, I feel like out of all of those, the, CERN, the, the whole CERN thing is the most interesting to me. Me too. And that is why I think I, I um, looked into it a little bit more <laughs> than the other things. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna... if you're if you're watching this, do you know what CERN is? It's spelled C E R N. Look it up. They made the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah. And look it up. It's particle collision machine. Yes. And it's pretty trippy. It's trippy. And, uh, I didn't. I didn't read the article where they found that. Which they turned it on one time, and they discovered like a 
a rainbow bridge, basically, is what they're calling it. Did you look at that? Oh, yeah, I remember you brought that up last time. I didn't really, no, I didn't get it. I actually did find something on it, and um, but I didn't finish reading it. But, yeah, they found some uh, rainbow bridge. I don't know what that is. But that's what the conspiracy theorists think is the triple timeline split. Uh, that's what they think that is. But, um, yes, I don't know, but if somebody is out there with abilities to manipulate the past, present, and the future, and my thoughts, and and they're, like, doing all these things, then I don't know. There's nothing I can do. I know that um, Fogel, that guy Jared Fogel got busted for child pornography, the subway guy, but uh, that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the stuff that was on my mind for this week. I don't really have... Uh, I probably could go off on a few different tangents, but... Um, I, think we hit, I think we hit a lot of topics right there, and um, that's some food for thought. And um, I think we can just continue again next week. Yeah, next week's going to be good. Next week will be better because, because it just is. I just said if you say it is, you put the pressure on yourself, you're held responsible, and then you do it. It's the best feeling in the world. And um, so, yeah, that's why next week's going to be good. <laughs> but, I yeah. Can this, I can dig that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I hope uh, somebody got something from this. You might as well get something from, from anything because it's like I said, this could be playing in the background while you're doing your laundry or making something to eat. Maybe some toast and jam. And uh, you just hear this from the periphery. And it comes in and it rings a bell because you yourself were working on a problem and you, you heard something that fit so perfectly that now you have the answer to the problem that you were trying to work out. I mean, isn't that how astrology works? You just say a bunch of subjective shit that applies to pretty much everyone, and you wait for the right time, and, and uh, at that exact time, you hear just the right thing that you needed to hear, and we presto, problem solved, we move along. So I think that's how that works. That is how that works. <laughs> seek and ye seek and ye shall find. Yep. That's that's the trick. That's the key words right there. He just got it. Ray Rayton, Ray Potez, hamburger eyes. I like that. And I want to re reemphasize hamburger eyes can be used as a descriptive verb, not just a noun. <laughs> not just a noun. It can be used as a descriptive verb. Hamburgerize. Oh, did you hamburgerize that that picture? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I hamburgerized it. <laughs> okay, we gotta sign off. Sick. Thank okay. you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. Okay. Have a nice. Have a nice one. <laughs>